Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with Comic Molly Densmore. Molly Densmore, how the hell are you? Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And I follow you online. It's hilarious because your name is Molly Densmore. But we find you on social at Dolly Densmore. Yes. Yes. And you also have mollydensmore.com. I do. And you were just, you're, you're making us laugh during the quarantine. You, are you publishing uh, comedy videos? Uh, yeah. I'm going to unpin myself because it's distracting. Uh, yeah, I've been making some sketches. I did some... Uh, pre-recorded sets which were kind of fun and weird just because there's no laughter but you can cut it together however you want yeah uh and yeah i've been doing some zoom things no live shows yet but yes i'm still putting out trying to put out some silliness on the interwebs on the interwebs i love the interwebs i think uh Word, the south african rap couple they always see the interwebs um and so you have yet to do what park shows and rooftop shows yeah, well, I'm staying uh, with family on Long Island right now. Okay. Uh, I'm from Woodstock, but my mom, I'm staying with my stepdad and my mom and my step-siblings on Long Island. And uh, I'm actually going to be moving out of my apartment in Brooklyn and then just staying here and then moving to LA eventually. That's the plan. Oh, cool. Uh, but yeah, I just haven't been, I think if I was staying in Brooklyn, I'd be more down to do some live stuff, but it's like yeah. the whole getting there and everything. It just doesn't seem worth it to like... I don't know, just do a show to some like muffled laughs in a park. I just, I don't know if I wanted to with like face masks. I don't know, but some of them seem amazing. So yeah. 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 I mean, it's like they're partitioning up Central Park to be 10 different comedy clubs, but yeah, you're, you're, so you're going out to LA and I think you're a comedic actress. And so is that just more opportunity for you out there? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, honestly, it's, it's something I was thinking about before this all went down. And then I was like, you know, let's, let's stay in New York and stuff started getting pretty good. And then this happened. So if any, it was kind of like a shove in that direction. It was like kind of, you know, I think if I don't try it, I'll regret it. So if I hate it, but yeah, even I was thinking about going out there recently. I was like, dude, I could, you know, I think I was moving into a new apartment and I was like, I could, I was looking on, you know, Craigslist listings for apartment shares and things like that. And there were just wasn't as many. Like, you know, I'm in a story of Queens, story of Queens, and it was just a buyer's market. Like everybody was moving out. There was tons of fucking apartments in a story of Queens. And then I looked out there in LA and I'm like, you know, here's the neighborhoods I want. And there was not as many open apartments. And so it was just like, uh, you know, I decided against it, but it's cool. You're going out there and you know, cause I see here on Dolly Mensmore on Instagram that you have a, a rubber face. I do have a rubber face, yes. which I don't you're allowed to have in LA, but <laughs> I would assume it's like Botox. I would think it's the opposite. I don't know. I am, I am afraid I'm going to be 33 by the time I move there. And I'm kind of like, I don't know what they do to 33 year old women. I move out there in pursuit of entertainment, but I assume they like put you in a box and ship you off to Guam. Like, I don't know if I'll be allowed in. I don't know what they do to 33 year olds in LA. That's so funny. I mean, I've been told I look young, but if I keep sure. doing the rubber face, who knows? Who knows who I'm my lord yeah so rubber face that you have stretch marks on your face it's like dude i did too much comedy acting out in brooklyn i got fucked up <laughs> i know i really uh well yeah this is a listening medium so i guess i can't show <laughs> yeah now you're gonna have to put everything into words yeah right now i'm doing a rubber <laughs> face i mean can you you can see me right um i don't know that i yeah there there i can see you okay. do a rubber face 
Um, I guess you can describe to them. Yeah, I will describe it. She's going to do a rubber face. There you go. It's going to freeze like that. She's She looks 33, but she's doing rubber face. Look at her. Oh, my Lord. No, I think I pulled something. How dare you be... say I look 33? I don't care. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you said you're 33, right? No, I'm going to be 33 by yeah. the time. <laughs> I, go, I go, you said you're 33. It's like, no, I'm going to be. I'm 32. Going to be. But she looks like she's, I'd say you look like you're about 22. Oh, my God. Stop it. Oh my God, stop it. Right, we're going to look on this Instagram because you're just fucking, you're doing your rubber face here in these videos. And I think what we're going to talk about today is um, I think rubber face could be beneficial in even the polyamory market because uh, that's one of our topics. And I'm seeing a lot of that on Tinder, like, you know, couples looking for a third or, you know, ethically polyamorous or what is it called? Ethically non-monogamous? Whenever I see ethically polyamorous on a dating app, I always think it says ethnically polyamorous. <laughs> I like all ethnicities. I'm not racist. I know. Like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds delicious. And so, are, yes, are you into, are you, have you done polyamory stuff? You're currently in it or, you know, without prying, what, what, um, I guess there's benefits to it, of course, but I would think that some people might be like, God defeats the purpose of having a, you know, a loving, committed relationship. Oh man. Well, I, when you, I don't know how the rubber face is going to help me with polyamory, but it, I think it's, uh, well, I can get to that later. I'll, I'll try it out and get, get back to you. No, um, it's just been something I've been thinking about lately and honestly not even really in a positive light because I've been writing material about it about it and it's been pissing me off. Really? <laughs> I love that. So why, I, and we, why would it piss you off? I love that. Oh man. Well, I don't really identify as poly. I kind of um I have a lot of friends who are and I've never been in a what I would call a poly relationship. Like I've never had a boyfriend and we've been poly, but I've like I, I like had a guy I was talking to for a while who I'm no longer talking to. <laughs> poly. And yeah, I know, I know I have friends who are married who are poly. I have friends who are, you know, betrothed. Uh, I have friends who live together who are. And I think it's, I, I usually like poly people, even though there are shitty people of all kinds. Like I don't want to act like they're all one thing, but usually. <laughs> yeah. Once you go poly, you stop being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, they're definitely <laughs> assholes, which is kind of what I'm talking about, like what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, there's just so many flower crowns and man buns, and it makes me want to throw up. Okay. Oh, anyway, but <laughs> no offense if you're a listener and you're wearing a flower crown and a man bun right now. No offense, but maybe don't do that. And also, if you have a handlebar mustache, maybe stop. Maybe stop looking like a train conductor from 1901. Like, maybe together. So, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> yeah, she's she's obviously been writing material on this. She just did a run there. So like, yeah. but they did tend to be like more open-minded and kind of um, just chill and and kind of yeah. I just I like it philosophically, and I think that if I I'm at the point now that if I were in you know a secure relationship and I felt secure, and then we you know after a while wanted to start to discuss non-monogamy, I would be open to it, but I don't want to like join any couples. Like that's kind of how I'm where I am right now with it. And so like, you know, what do you get out of a committed relationship with one person? And is that defeated by the benefits of, you know, kind of go, even when you're secure going out there and each dating your own people? I don't know. I think it's a case by case basis, but I think the idea of it is like love isn't finite and I know poly people who think that it's better. I don't think it's better than monogamy. I think it's just different. 
Um, and I just hate like lying and I, and I don't know if it's like realistic to ever want to have sex with other people again. So it's kind of one of those things like, let's at least just be honest. And, and I do agree with the love not being finite thing. I think it gets more complicated when you like get, if there's like a family or kids involved or, yeah. uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely tricky. I love it. She's like, I hate lying. It's so what immediately came to mind is you can't remain faithful. But what you're saying is be, <laughs> be honest about wanting to have sex with other people. Kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was talking to Eileen Hanley about something like this. And oh, she, I love her. Okay. Oh, yeah. So she just, I think she moved out to Maine or whatever. And she was saying something. And of course, she's still doing her comedy. The recent comedy video of hers was great about wearing pants and how wearing pants can uh, solve, oh, solve depression. But she was talking about how she's honest with her boyfriend that she gets, she, she gets like attracted to like everybody she comes into contact with. And she'll tell her, her, her other and I thought that was so cool. I was like, dude, I would be so annoyed if my girlfriend said that once, let alone like 10 times. Like, oh, the delivery man was hot, you know? Like, I really just fell in love with the, the boy I talked to online. It's like, dude, why are you telling me this? I'm insecure enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, insecure. I, I, I'd be lying if I said that um, my last two relationships didn't influence my opinion now, which is also uh -huh. me. Because I dated one guy who was super controlling and jealous, which I'll never do again, and another guy who lied. So I was kind of like, well, let's just... But yeah, I, I definitely think it's possible to be monogamous and be, you know, not uh, uh, controlling and, and tell the truth. Um, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely don't identify as poly. It's just I like it philosophically. I have a lot of poly friends for some reason. I'm from Woodstock, so maybe I just gravitate toward people like that. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I love that. And so, like, you have yet to, I, I just love the last people. Like, one guy was controlling and one guy was a liar. So let's get with people who know they can't control it and I don't have to lie to and they don't have to lie to me because we're all, we're just going to be going, going outside of the relationship to get certain things. And, I mean, I guess, I think Eileen Hanley said something like that where it's like, we have to admit that one person might not meet every need or something like that why why should they like no person is superhuman so but like what do you think that you get out of a committed relationship and will you still get out of that the same thing if you guys are going I mean because you talked about a finite amount of love but what about time and things like that like sharing your time among two dudes or a dude and a girl or whatever I think that's the trickiest part because I talk to some people who I can't like even though I'm from Woodstock and probably and gravitate toward people like that I also have an aversion to it so when people like the guy who I was kind of seeing who is Polly and then like I felt like just kept switching he was like oh I want a primary partner who is like your main person and then he was like but he had one and but he just didn't call her that but I'm like if you hang out with her every day yeah. and you're like spending all of your time with her and you're like barely talking to other, you're, it's kind of like false advertising. Yeah. And he would, he called, ugh, this is so, he was like, we're relationship anarchists, which he decided he was later, <laughs> like a year after I knew him. And he's like, there's no hierarchy. And I'm like, that's bullshit, dude. Because the only way for there to not be hierarchy is if you give everybody total equal time. And that's yeah. really hard to do. So I think there's a way to do it morally. I just think you have to be upfront and like, I don't know everybody's different like if you want to do the relationship anarchy thing that's great but some of it would make me laugh because he's like oh you can have relationships with people who like you don't have sex with and you just you love each other i was like like a friend like you can have friends <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, i'll let you have a friend that won't interfere with our relationship 
which I mean, I get, I know you can be like more romantic, than, but still like some of it would just be, it's just all these fucking terms for stuff. And I'm like, you can just like have a girlfriend and then have people you care about, but you don't see as much and you're honest with and then have friends. Like, yeah. I love how douchey that dude sounded with the dude, relationship anarchy, man. Such a douche. Like how, how ridiculous <laughs> is that? Like outside the context of the sex positivity thing with, you know, polyamorous and even people on here when they'll say, you know, oh, you know, you know, your other, you know, your uh, significant other, not to shame people at more than one, you know, poly's fine. Like, I don't want to poly shame. I'm like, dude, you are so sensitive. Like at what point did poly get so, um, you know, just... Oh, what the fuck is it called? You know, everywhere all at once that ubiquitous. How did Polly get so ubiquitous that something like relationship anarchy wouldn't make Molly Dents more laugh her ass off? <laughs> it did. I was just like, yeah. Oh shit. I you know, I don't know. I I two of my really good friends are Polly and they're engaged and they're I mean they're definitely not perfect and they've upset people and whatever, but they have a clear like, I think you, when you're going into something like that, you have a clear idea of what it is. Like, they live together, they're engaged, you know, like, you can only, like, I, I guess it depends on the kind of person you are, and if you know for sure you never want to get married and have kids, and, like, you can have a future, and it can be great, but you know it can only go so far. And I think if you, so that's why I think rules and certain things like that are important for most people, but... Yeah, if you're just kind of like, oh, just everybody's everything, and there are like all these weird turns for every, like, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I'm making sense. Yeah, no, I love that. Like, we've all just kind of identified everything down, and the fact that he said relationship anarchy is just fucking hilarious. And, and as a final question, I'm going to take a couple of our topics and put it together, which is, is polyamory consistent with the vibe of the 1920s? And I want you to answer this question as Britney Spears. Oh, but her voice changed. I can do her like singing voice. There you go, sing it. But you have to come up. With... <laughs> I can't believe you just started it. <laughs> That's the warm up. To All right. Well, do you even have the, I mean, do you have the answer? Because it's a tough question. So is, is polyamory consistent with the Roaring Twenties? I suppose it would be. The Twenties were <clears throat> crazy. Okay, she has a different, she used to kind of talk <laughs> like this and she was like, okay, now she's like kind of. I have to, I'll do well, like I, I'm fine with the singing. The singing was hilarious. The twenties um, were crazy. People are fucking you, and they're <laughs> people are doing yeah, yeah, doing the Charleston all over each other's genital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can picture that too. The Charleston. I remember that from the uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," and you did that little squatting thing. So I can, I can picture doing it over genitalia. That is so fucking funny, and we can't wait to see her do this out in Los Angeles now. And so Molly Densmore, we're gonna fucking track your MollyDensmore.com, but also Dolly Mensmore everywhere um, social where hilarious content can be found. Yes, thank you. I got a Twitter two months ago because I was like, I gotta. I just. I went on TikTok and I tried to understand it and it just made me want to have a nervous breakdown. So I was like, I'm good. I'm on it technically. But I was like, I'm going to do Twitter instead because I'm old. Yeah, so. she's, only, she's 32. She's not yet 33. <laughs> so don't tell her that. It's like, it's so, I couldn't, it was just like 12 year olds and loud colors. Like, I don't know. It was just yeah. too much for my psyche. Well, so that, I, now I'm on Twitter is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's what you're competing with. You're going to compete with these 12 year olds out there and you, you don't look a day over 22 though. Thank you. Molly Densmore, thank you so much. Thank you.